Welcome back to the Mike McCurry podcast. This will be our last endeavor into chapter 10 of E.M. Bounds' book, Purpose in Prayer. The title of the chapter is Prayerless Praying. I'm excited to jump into chapter 11 tomorrow on Thanksgiving Day as we learn about the wonderful results of prayer. I am thankful for prayer, but let's get one more convicting passage in here before we turn our eyes away from this somewhat depressing topic of prayerless praying. Mr. Bounds says, Our religion breaks down most often and most sadly in our conduct. Beautiful theories are marred by ugly lives. The most difficult, as well as the most impressive point in piety, is to live it. Our praying suffers from bad living as much as our religion does. Preachers were charged in earlier times to preach by their lives or to not preach at all. So Christians everywhere ought to be charged to pray by their lives or to not pray at all. Of course, the prayer of repentance is acceptable. But repentance means to quit doing wrong and to learn to do well. A repentance that does not produce a change in conduct is a sham. Praying that does not result in pure conduct is a delusion. It is prayerless. We have missed the whole office in virtue of praying if it does not rectify our conduct. The very nature of things is that we must either quit praying or quit bad conduct. Cold and dead praying may exist with bad conduct, but cold, dead praying is no praying in God's eyes. Our praying advances in power as it rectifies our lives. A life growing in its purity and devotion will be a more prayerful life. The pity is that so much of our praying is without an objective or aim. It is without purpose. How much praying there is by men and women who never abide in Christ, hasty praying, sweet praying, full of sentiment, pleasing praying, but not backed by a life wedded to Christ, even popular praying. How much of this praying is from unsanctified hearts and unhallowed lips? For many people, prayers spring into life under the influence of some great excitement by some pressing emergency, through some popular clamor, or because of some great peril. Let's pause there for just a moment. Does that sound anything like this year of 2020? Continuing, however, the conditions of prayer are not really there. We rush into God's presence and try to link him to our cause, inflame him with our passions, move him by our peril, but all things are to be prayed for with clean hands with absolute deference to God's will, and by abiding in Christ. And this last sentence sums up chapter number 10. Otherwise, our prayers are prayerless. Friend, how prayerless are yours? I can say by that litmus test, I open my mouth and act like I'm talking to God sometimes when in reality... I'm wasting my time. Not because God doesn't want to hear me. It's because I'm lacking that clean hands, that clean heart. Let that not be true. 
I do pray that you have a great Thanksgiving. Tomorrow, as I mentioned, we will be jumping into some of the wonderful aspects, the results of praying. I hope you find yourself in prayer at some point today, unprovoked, just because, not because of peril or clamor, as Mr. Bowen says, but just because you and I need it. Thank you so much for listening. God bless.